What? Where? What's a fine? How do you do? What the hell? That's Junkrat, dude. Oh, Junkrat. Dude, I'm good with Junkrat. I got good. I'm I got. Good. I'm good with. So you're so basically you're the worst person on the planet. What? You play Bastion. <laughs> no. So I play you Bast- shut your mouth. I love playing Bastion, Dude, I gotta ba- say. Bastion is not broken. Bastion is not broken. Bastion is annoying. People camp with Bastion. Oh yeah, dude. That's the point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a bitch move, dude. You're just you're literally just sitting there at a spawn point waiting for people to come out, just firing your No, your I, don't, machine I don't hey, I don't spawn kill. Hey, hashtag don't spawn kill, bro. Hashtag That's why I hate the Bastions. PSA for the show. Is don't spawn kill. Don't spawn kill. All right, let's let's record. Let's record. You could try getting actually good. What? Hmm? What did you say? Huh? I didn't hear what you said, bud. It, I'm I can't sorry. Hear anything? Them's is fighting words. I was, did, did anybody hear that? Oh, that's right. That sounded like a challenge. Aww. Is there a challenge? Was a challenge extended tonight? Did Jeremy just challenge Tony to a, an Overwatch off? Let's bring it. You guys want to see how this challenge uh, how this challenge goes? Make sure to check out the Isma vlogs this Thursday. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's see if Tony can put his mouth where his money is, and where Jeremy can put his foot where his face is. Mm-hmm. Hello, and welcome to Hawk Talk, Isma Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast. Where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my good friends, my very good friends. I like them very much. And if you've been doing the intro with me, I just screwed you up. So. <laughs> and the person making that lovely sound is Tony Smith. What it do, baby boo? <gasps> Jeremy Lee over there. That young. And in the middle is Noel Shefflin. Wait, wait. I'm going to let you finish, but first, <laughs> I got to redo my intro because I got a new intro. You got a new intro. Yeah, can you do the intro again? You want to do the whole thing again? Yeah, do the whole thing again. Hello, welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Oxy Culture Podcast. We talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of odds. My name is Danny Shepard. Joining me as always is my level band of good starting with Jeremy Lee. That young. Noel Shefflin. What's popping y'all get it with me? I'm me. And Tony Smith. Whose man's is this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we keep the we gotta keep the whole thing? <clears throat> so if you guys like the show, check out our Patreon. Support us on there. We got some cool tiers and uh, it's awesome, fun, great stuff. Good job. Thank you. Uh, all right. Lots of stuff happened. Lots of stuff happened in the news. Lots of stuff is happening in the world. Let's talk about fun stuff. Okay. Let's. So uh, Noel, you actually want to talk about something right off the bat, didn't you? Yeah, I do. <coughs> Marvel just uh, announced a, a little some some. Yeah, Marvel and Sony no, trying to dance with us. So. Trying to dance with dragons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Wow. Dances with wolves. <laughs> wow. Dude, point up, point down. Point up, point down. We're on one today, guys. It's one of those. We mm. certainly are. So We're on a chair. They announced... Uh, What's it called? Silver and Black. So it's going to be a Spider-Man spinoff about Black Cat and Silver Sable, two of Spider-Man's femme fatales. Uh, I'm actually pretty interested in this direction that they're going because they're going to do a Venom movie and then another seemingly bad so guy wait, movie. So wait, this is interesting. And it's just called this Silver This is live and Black. action? Mm-hmm. What's that? This is live action? Mm-hmm. Whoa. You said it's a movie? It's not a TV show? Yeah, a movie. Do you think this is the like kind of like Marvel's answer to DC's femme fatale that they're going to be doing, like Birds of Prey? I think it's Sony's answer. Is oh, it so, going to oh, be? This, so this is going to be Sony. This is mm-hmm. not going to be Marvel. Yeah, they're okay. going to be related to the MCU. They say it's not in the articles, but I think it's going to be eventually. I can't imagine why. At least slightly, even if they're not 
featured prominently in a Marvel film, mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be some kind of crossover, even if it's literally in just words. Yeah, guys, let's confuse the entire fan base. We'll yeah. have Spider-Man exist, and then these Spider-Man characters, but nothing's related. Mm. I feel like... What so you're t- saying Tom Holland isn't going to be in these movies. Oh, dear God. I'm not Who saying knows? that. Who knows? Like, no one knows at this point. That's. I think that's... So oh, they're just not going to have Spider-Man in the movies? <laughs> if that's no one the knows, dude. That's, I can't answer that. That's a weird... I, I'm going to go with Noel on this one. And it's not even in the sense of, like, I think they're going to do it. I'm just... I'm as a... As a consumer of something that I may watch, I think that's what they should do, and I'm hoping that they do. And as a business person, you want, I feel like it would make sense to try to attach yourself, even yeah, if it's dude. literally in just words. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. character mentions something that happened in the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should feel like, sorry, really quick, it should feel like how Daredevil does it. Just yeah. like slight mentions. You don't need to have Spider-Man in it. You just need to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead, Jer. Uh, I already hear a lot of the general audience complaining that there's already three Spider-Men. Yeah. Like, just a general audience member who's not into superheroes, who's not into really movies or yeah. quality content at all. But they're already complaining. Like, there's so many Batman. There's so many Spider-Men. Dude, bunch a- of superheroes. How do you keep up with it all, right? That's like, how my dad feels. My dad didn't even watch the Andrew Garfield movies because he found out that the third one wasn't being made. And he's like, well, I'm not going to watch them then. I'll just watch the next Spider-Man. I was like, so you just skipped a whole Spider-Man, which makes sense because like they come really so smart. fast. That was really smart. <laughs> Honestly, you, and by the way, going back on like Andrew Garfield, like I feel they had like they I, I'm not going to like try to like hit take a jab at either one of those movies. I didn't even watch the second one, but like the first one. It was, for me, like, so close to being, like, such a great Spider-Man film. But there was just a few things that they would have just introduced it or just slightly kind of, like, inserted it into the film, into the story. It would have made it a completely, a complete extra layer on top of other layers that would have added just a little bit more quality to it. Word. Whereas, like, I'm watching it now and, like, I very rarely with superhero films ever like put it in the background because I want to watch it. Like, for instance, to give you an example, I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because I have a Plex media server. And when that's released, one of my friends buys it and then puts it on the media server. And I'm like, hey, yo, free movie. You bought it, but <laughs> I get to watch it now. Tony. <laughs> so, uh, but we were watching it and that is literally a movie that I cannot watch like i just will stop can't not and like watch. i'm trying to like do things around the house I'm, i just get stuck watching it because it's so good yeah the garfield spider-man no guardians of the oh, Guardians. Okay, so yeah. like that just happened like yeah. i got stuck watching that film when i didn't want to obviously i wanted to but i actually <laughs> do but so you didn't mean to i didn't mean to and i then carissa put on the amazing spider-man and i just was in the background and I was like, why? What's the difference there? Like, mm-hmm. what happened with, like, this film as compared to this one? They're both superheroes. They're both compelling characters, right? And there's different characters in mm-hmm. each movie that are just as respected in their, obviously, in their own demographic, in their own way. Why can't I go to one and be so enthralled and the other one I'm just like, eh? There's eh. just something missing there. Not every superhero movie is created equal. Yeah. It's very, it was just, it just, I thought it was interesting going back on that, but. Word. So, 
they're making Venom, they're making Silver and Black, and Silver and Black is Black Widow and Silver Sable. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of Silver Sable. I've to be actually. honest, I've never heard of Silver Sable Let's either. Let's find out, guys. But this is what she looks like. Sorry, this is what she looks like. She looks cool. I love Black Cat. Yeah, I've loved dude. her since the Spider-Man animated series. So. Me too. And I've wanted her to be in the movie since Whoa. Spider-Man movie was announced. She's cool yeah. looking. Oh, Hello. Yeah, yeah I really wonder. That? When is it coming out? I uh, think it says 2019. Mm. When they say... Uh, February 8th, 2019. When wow. did they say Venom was coming out? Uh, a million. Mm, good. A million. Yes, I can't wait. Got it. Can't wait till a million so next year. Saved. She's got guns. Twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So what is what like what is Black Cat's weapons like? What does she like? What does she do? Kitty's He's got claws. Right. Oh! Did you just say Kitty's, Kitty's got, got claws? claws. Yeah. Oh. Someone, y'all better make so many gifts out of what he just did. Okay. I mean, like, I want you to flood the ether with Christmas gifts. Gifts, miss. Oh, uh, <laughs> God. Give us gifts. Okay. okay. Uh, but she uses claws. I think she has. A, didn't she have a bow staff as well? Or am I making that up completely? Well, I'm, tr- I'm looking. I at don't remember her having a bow staff, but she I could be wrong. Anything. A staff is a whip. Bow. Does she have a whip? I thought she had uh, some kind of weapon. Catwoman has a whip. Does she have it's a nene? Let's all Google looks on like our she phones has a, It looks right like now. she has a knife. She has some kind of knife. I don't know if that's a thing. You look like you have a knife. What do you think about this silver the and black? Silver sable, dude. Silver sable. Silver sable. She, I think she dances in the pale moonlight. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. She looks like she's more of like a mercenary just based off of like her her outfit and all the weapons she has. Mm. She. Right. It, uh, it says, uh, I actually pulled up her weapons list on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Uh, she's an expert burglar. She's a burglar. Okay. Expert burglar. (laughs) She's a skilled martial artist and hand-to-hand combatant, a skilled gymnast, uh, and has the ability to see various ranges of the electromagnetic spectrum via contact lenses. Wow. That got real specific (laughs) real fast. Wait, (laughs) So she utilizes bullwhips and uh, sharp... Retractable Kitty's Got Claws mm. and spring loaded climbing. Uh-huh. Yes. Climbing, climbing. He's so he. Pitons? Pitons? Pittons? <laughs> yeah, we're idiots. <laughs> I'm, I'm not pronouncing that word. I believe the word is pronounced piton. Uh, but it looks like her skill set is, is pretty. Uh, is pretty. Elaborate, but yeah, it looks like uh, probably claws or that's black cat. Black cat, yeah. The silver sable is formidable, formidable in hand to hand combat, skilled in various martial arts, expert swordsman and marksman, Ooh, and swords. gymnast. Uh, swordsman, marksman often carries a saber or ra- or yeah, okay, uh, or a nine millimeter pistol. Sorry, there was like okay. stuff in parentheses that I didn't need to read. <laughs> uh, yep. So guns and swords. Yep, guns and swords. Guns and swords, whips and claws. I whips like that. and nays. And nays. <laughs> whips and nays. So, ah, yeah. yes. Those are the best weapons. So I don't know enough about the characters at all to like fan cast them. I just hope that they're awesome. 
That's that's what I want to say about this movie. Oh, yeah, it's also going to be directed by uh, a female by the name of something that I cannot remember. Gina something. Oh, Gina something? Mm-hmm. Didn't she direct... Uh, oh, yeah? What? S- something? Something about Mary? Something about other stuff? No, that's, but she did no. direct an episode of Cloak and Dagger. She directed The Secret Life of Bees. Ooh. And, yeah. Secret Life of Bees. I love that movie. It's a movie about bees. It's not a movie about bees, guys. <laughs> okay. I love that. Then what, what is it about then? Ooh. It's a movie about the bees' knees. <laughs> I don't think bees have knees, <laughs> physical knees. They do have knees. They have kneecaps? Yes. Bees' knees. Bees' kneecaps. The bees' knees caps. All right. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> anyway, sounds exciting. I'm sure it's going to be cool. I don't really know if I want to fan cast that just because... I need more information about yeah, what this dude, is Yeah, dude, I don't know be. anything about Silver yeah, Sable. So. I don't even know what direction they want to go. But speaking of casting, did you guys see uh, Josh Brolin's costume as Cable? Yeah, yeah, dude. He looks ripped. Yeah, he got, yes, he got he buff, does. dude. That's a, that's a buff man. He also looks much older. Yep. Yeah. Somebody uh, asked me on Twitter the other day, uh, who are you more excited to see, Thanos, uh, uh, Josh Brolin as Thanos or Josh Brolin as Cable? And I was like, it's not even really a competition. Nah, <laughs> and that I want to see him as Cable way more infinitely than I care. More. Infinitely more than I care really? to see him as Thanos. Really? Uh, dude, I'm sorry. I just, I never cared about Thanos. I still don't care about Thanos. And the movies haven't done a good job at making me care about Thanos. Okay. He, they've been building him up with literally no other information beyond he's super powerful. And I, I don't think that's super compelling or interesting. Okay. Um, I believe that they will make him compelling and interesting in the film, but I need to watch the actual movie to form that opinion. But as of right now, I'm like, I'm excited to see what they do with him. Right. But beyond that, I'm like, show me Cable, though. Yeah, Cable, I'm super stoked on. That Ooh. arm looks so dope. <laughs> Dude, Josh Brolin has been. How many characters has he been in the Marvel universe? Just two now. No, just two. Wasn't he Jonah Hex? No, that's that DC. That's Jonah Hex is DC. Oh, that's DC. But yeah, I guess that's three. It's a comic book character. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, com- so that's what I meant. Comic book character. That's crazy. Dude. I wonder how many scenes he's gonna be in. Because that's a big budget for just his arm. <laughs> yeah, that is true. CG for just his arm. I feel like their budget's higher for this one, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. But that's still a budget. <laughs> I want you guys to know. I want everyone to know that I could I was about to make a joke that would have been cut out in post, but I, I contained myself, guys. Wow. So I want you, know, you guys dude, to know. Incredible. Good for you, man. That I did that. Good for you. Thank you. Good job <laughs> having self-control. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Domino, though. Making appropriate jokes on your own time. <laughs> Domino, though. Domino, though. Looks- Duh. Yeah, she have does. we talked about Domino on the show? I don't think we have, dude. Oh my no. god. I've got so, so much to say about Domino. <laughs> Let's talk about Domino, man. Go she ahead. looks so sick. The thing that immediately caught my eye was that around her eye, she has it, it doesn't look like a tattoo. It doesn't look like face paint. It's, I haven't seen pictures. Dude, you gotta see this. Uh, I've, got, I've got to take a look. So if you guys haven't seen Domino, uh they uh they, it looks like they made the skin around her eye like lack pigment. So basically, she has vitiligo. Mm-hmm. Uh, vitiligo is the same thing that uh, Michael Jackson had that made his skin pale. And uh, I actually have it on my hands. Uh, it comes and goes, depends on the season. But uh, it's something that a lot of people have and kind of deal with, and mm-hmm. it's and not always the most 
fun thing. And uh, they gave it to her around her eye. Yeah. And I thought that was so, 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 so cool. It made me so, so happy yeah. to see that because I thought that was such a cool thought. It was such a cool, like a nice touch. Like yep. I never would have thought about doing that yeah. to give the character vitiligo and have it across her eye and that's what, and not make it a tattoo. It like makes so much more sense. It makes it so much more realistic and it represents an entire group of people who uh, who basically have this skin condition. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it makes me look at it and it's just like, I'm like so stoked on that. It, yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. That's super cool, so, dude. Cool. That looks really cool. That's a cool name too. Zazy Beats. Zazy Beats. She yeah, was dude, born cool. to be a movie star yeah, dude. with a name like Zazy Beats. She's a badass. Yeah, um, that's that's my that's my thoughts on her, just her attire, her costume, her look overall. Mm-hmm. I was, I was just like enthralled. I'm more excited about her look than I was excited about Cable. Cable's, to be yeah. honest. Wow, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Cable, I was like, I knew Cable was gonna look dope, yeah. and I, I'm not really fam- too familiar with Domino as a character, so I don't really care about. Uh, about uh, the casting, I don't really care that they made her look different than the comic books. Like what I cared about was like, wow, they like the Deadpool movies taking a lot of special care to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like not glamorize the heroes as much as yeah. a lot of other mediums. Like Deadpool's like horrifically, like disfigured, yep. and uh domino has vitiligo and a, and a, a different colored eye and mm-hmm. uh your boy cable's missing an arm and has a bunch of scars on his face yeah, so dude. isn't cable his like his uncle from the future or something uh no uh scott summers and i believe emma frost's son from the future emma frost right I think Emma Frost. I, I've seen versions where it was Jean Grey. I've also seen versions where it was Jean Grey. But I think it's Emma Frost. So, there hmm. you go. When is this movie coming out? Next year. Eww. Next year on my birthday. Ooh. On your birthday. I'm pretty sure. Which is? Which is June 1st. I wonder when it's, yep. when it's taking place. June 1st. Uh, it takes place around the same time. Oh, great. Thanks, Noel. Appreciate it. Same time as what? Same time as Deadpool? No, 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 no. Just same time. Same time as... No, no, no. Just same time. Okay, just leave it. All right, that's what I'm getting here. All right, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you guys think about Domino and Cable's costumes? What's everybody's consensus? It's going to look dope. It's going to play dope. It's going to be dope. Got it. That's uh, so pretty dope. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mr. Lee, thank you. For that expert opinion. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Lee. Thank you, Mr. Lee. You're, you're welcome. You're, you're Mr. Lerius. I'm really looking forward to seeing um, how this cast plays off of each other. Mm-hmm. I'm also really interested to see... We have a new director, right? It's no longer yeah. Miller. Yeah. So I wonder what kind of tone it's going to be. Yeah, now. so I'm like, I'm really interested to see, is, it, is, it, is Ryan directing it? Ryan isn't directing no, it. No, right? it's one of the directors that did John Wick. Okay. They said they. Ooh. Cool. John Wick, The Awakening. He so ruined it. it was Ryan Reynolds who wanted to do, do more, like keep a similar tone to Deadpool 1, and uh, Miller wanted to evolve it into something. That, those were the rumors. Mm. 
So Ryan Reynolds wanted it similar to Deadpool one and similar in tone. I think similar in tone, and Tim Miller wanted to deviate from that. Those are the rumors. Those are the rumors that everyone's everyone was saying. I'm pretty sure both those people denied such claims, but no, we love each other. No, we both. It was just creative, just not working. (laughs) Honestly, those guys went through hell to make the first Deadpool movie. Yeah. I'm sure that Tim Miller walking away was probably rough, but I don't know, man. It, feel, it feels like those two made a lot of money together. I, I hope that they're not beefing too hard yeah, no, or I at so all. Too. I hope so, too. I um, don't think they are. They did the first Deadpool just, like, honestly, perfectly. Just, just yeah. perfect, man. It was great. I was reading an article that was saying uh, that... The act, I think it was the actor that was playing Colossus was saying, expect a lot of big and fun surprises in this. Cool. Um, cool. What else did he say? That guy's got a great voice, man. Yeah. yeah. Such a great voice. <laughs> wonder if any more X-Men are going to show up. I wonder too, man. That will be dear. Oh, I wonder I'd if it's in the budget that. this time around. <laughs> also, uh, you see Old Man Logan. Before, obviously. Hmm, I wonder. Before Doubtful. he goes on his Doubtful. adventures, he's done. He was done, dude. Yeah, I don't he know, said man. he was out. I don't know, but like he said he was out, but like but he could Hugh do Jackman. a cameo. Like yeah. he's Hugh He'd Jackman. Love, no, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he only came back once just not, to cameo. Can, and, yeah, with he can cameo. Yeah, f- without having a contract for a cameo, like you don't. That's true. Like, he could do it for free yeah, if he like, really wanted. You see, like Robert Downey Jr. has to do this many movies, right? Because he has a contract in that. Where if Hugh doesn't. If he just wants to be He's part out of, of his a contract project. now, right? Yeah. If yeah, he just so wants he, to do a project, he just then wants why not? to show up on set. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I just, I can't imagine why he wouldn't want. Like, I can't imagine why he wouldn't have wanted to just cameo in the first Deadpool. Like, what was the? I'm sure it just didn't work out. I imagine. Yeah, I'm sure there just wasn't well, a way. What was? Did or scheduling? Yeah, that'll do it. Fox owns the rights, correct? Mm-hmm. So. The both were okay. Oh, so they own the rights to Deadpool as well. Mm-hmm. The Deadpool and X Men, yeah. So yeah, that's weird. Why wouldn't they want? I think they just really wanted to focus the movie on Deadpool and have it stand on its own and has it right. be a Deadpool movie and rather than try to shoehorn more stuff in. We totally talked about this um, earlier. Like you could at least try to link the movie with word of mouth with dialogue, and they totally did that. They totally did mm-hmm. with pictures too. There's a picture of Hugh Jackman stapled <laughs> on his face. Dude, <laughs> sexiest man alive. I mean. <laughs> So far. so he made a cameo on Ryan Reynolds' face. He did. Yeah, I mean, he already did it. I don't know, man. It would be really. Cool I would love to, to see, see them in a scene together, dude. Just one scene. <laughs> that would be so great, dude. I would be so pumped on that. Based on the on the time, like the setting of this story, we could see a younger Wolverine. So he doesn't have to be old yet because old man Logan is technically like far in the future i just mm-hmm. wonder if that's what hugh wants you know yeah. i it seems like he just wanted he's just like nope i'm done i just want to do other stuff my career's already been wolverine yeah you know what they say hughes just want to have fun hughes just want to have fun hugh, um, hugh are you talking about hue and saturation filters Okay, so also, After Effects users will get that. Mm. Also, or an any. article today about the stunt driver on Deadpool 2, so I just mm-hmm. want to say rest in peace and love to the family and everyone on set involved. Yeah, condolences. Yep. That's it's an t- unfortunate awful. thing. We got some questions from okay. the Patreon. We got some questions from the Patreon. So, 
If we were given, Earthcore Studios asked, if we were given one million dollars. One million. One million dollars. For any, to make any movie based on a comic or a video game, what would you guys individually make? So each of us, we're each given a, a million dollars. What would you make? Tony, what video yeah. game or? That's, that's a tiny budget for a movie. Yeah. What video game or? Yeah, a million dollars isn't a lot of money for a movie, guys. Yeah, it's a lot very, very of small. Stuff. Definitely more than we've ever had. But video game or comic? Would you? Or comic? Do you want to say? Do you want to just bump it up to like fifty million? Yeah, let's. All right, so yeah, even so like an indie budget, like yeah. 15, 15, 15, yeah. million. All right, fifteen million. Oh man, I'm gonna need a second. Give me, just give me a moment. How about you, Danjo? Definitely makes you think about working within your means a little bit more because you're like, okay, I can't have like crazy battles or anything like that. If I could make a comic or video game into a film, what would I make? Ugh. That fits within 15 million. Yeah. Do you know what you would do? I don't know. I'm thinking, what's possible? Uh, I think I could make a Batman movie for 15 million. It would be a very intimate story it would be probably unity of space time and and uh character or action i mean uh space time and action and it would be what does that mean uh unity of place means that the story takes place in one one location so say arkham asylum one general location one general location uh unity of time means it takes place during a certain period of time so uh for instance it takes place over the course of a single night. You ever see the movie Devil? M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, no, I know what it is. Oh, okay. I, I know what it is. I just, I just explanation for oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, no. I love Unity of Space and Time. Okay, I love gotcha. that. That's yeah. great. Unity of Action is one, like, single... We have to go stop this, or yeah. we have to go do this. One single plot focus. Goal. Very focused goal. So that's how I would make a Batman Batman film. It would have to be, like... It could be based off of the Arkham Asylum game because that is a solid story. And then if you trim out all the fat, like all the actual gameplay and the cameos and whatnot, then you could probably tell Side a missions. very it's a solid story. dope ass intimate story between two characters, the Joker and just Batman. Just two characters. Just two, just two characters. characters. No other characters. Two, 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 two characters. Just two characters. Two uh, characters. Two char I'm Pickle Rick. How many people have seen the Pickle Rick episode? Leave a comment below. What about you, Jerem? I don't know, man. Um, I might turn to something video game related. Yeah? Like what, dog? I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Come on, dog. Why don't you do, do, why don't you Mass do like, Effect movie for 15? No. That's no. very difficult. Unless the characters got stranded on a planet and they're, the budget's only yeah. on that planet. Hmm. Look what we've been able to do with very limited funds. No, if we had we a, have to live... <laughs> we have to live. We have to definitely be able to. We got to pay ourselves. We definitely have to pay ourselves. It's a full time job, dude. True. <laughs> 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 At least. It's going to take two years to it's make two years. Dude, it's two, two years. Dude, it's two years. Dude, think about it. Deadpool was made for $50 million. Yeah. 50. Yeah. So we need to make a movie that's on a lower scale. A year and a half to two years. So we all make what? 50 grand a year? That's already 200 grand gone. 
So now you have the rest for the project. What are you talking about? I, if, if we're making this, I want to pay myself one million dollars. No. That's I'm good. I'm just good with fifty or sixty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just good with that. We're good. Yeah. So I know what I would do. Okay. I would start um I would basically start the origins of Overwatch. And but they are uh they start we start with one character. Okay. We start with one character and his or her rise, and we find a way to integrate that as the beginning of Overwatch. And I, the, the tricky part about this is, is with, with that lore, it's so big, it's super hard to figure out, like, yeah. was this all, all of these things happening all at once? Because if that's- Or was there if, a first? Or was there, a, was there an actual first person that started Overwatch and then went out looking? What if you what if you told the story between Jack Morrison? That's what and, I would uh, probably do. And uh, Soldier seventy six. I would Soldier seventy six yeah. and Reaper because yeah. like their relationship is already two brothers. They're already like two brothers. butting heads. Like two you can brothers. definitely have like a very strong emotional story yeah. just being told. I don't want to make it with Hanzo and Genji. I would. Oh, oh my God, Hanzo and Genji yeah. are perfect. Yes, you could totally tell a story with well, Hanzo and Genji. That would be very interesting because you could definitely you could put a whole take on mm-hmm. on the on the brother story, but on a lore level, like yeah. you could really then, just build up the. If magic. I do do something like that, I want it to be a mix of a live action Samurai Jack and Blade Runner. Jesus. So hell. I don't know, man. For fifteen mil, nope. that's I'm hard. Doing, I'm doing a end of watch style Jack Morrison and Reaper story. Whoa! Found footage? Not not as found footage, but a lot. But as intimate but like feeling. The tone. Yeah. And like that's heavy. Yeah, it would be very the, very heavy. That and he's very stressful. Reap, and Reaper would be like this this hard headed guy that just mm-hmm. is feels like he's invincible. And Jack is the one that's a little bit more stri- yeah, strategic and level-headed, um, but also very closed off sometimes. So the the dichotomy of both of them together going off on go- becoming like these two like legends and then one falling from grace and being somehow brought back or like reassembled to become this person that is no longer the same. I want to make a... Freaking Overwatch fan film so bad. That would be dope. That's what, yeah. That's what I would probably do. So you would do Overwatch 2 except Genji and, uh, I think Hanzo? that's my answer. Yeah. That's cool. I know exactly what I would do. What? I would do a badass, awesome Nightwing and Red Hood short. That's what I would do. Yeah, I was about to answer that, but I wanted to deviate. I don't. Okay. I want to make that badass feature like. Yeah. <laughs> can we just, can we just take a moment? We only have like two to four thousand listeners per episode of Hawk Talk, so I don't mind just talking about that for a second. Okay, I want to make that short mm-hmm. so goddamn badly yep. that it hurts my soul Me that too, we man. can't. Yep. Me too. All right, just so all you guys know, we want to do it. Yeah, and we, we already have a plan, yeah. and we have a we basically have a script. Basically, we can shoot it. Do you guys want to know what it's called? No, 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 no. They're not ready for the title. We have we've known the story of the Nightwing and Red Hood short since before we made Nightwing the series. We have had the plan for this short. Basically, it's a short that was supposed to tie up the loose ends of Nightwing the series. And all we've been talking about lately is how we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And we can't crowdfund for legal reasons mm-hmm. and it's so expensive that we can't fund it ourselves mm-hmm. and so 
we're trying to get the channel Stunk. in a place to where we can do that yeah. one day with the vlogs. And this is why, like, if you guys are out there and you guys want to see anything like that, and like supporting us by sharing our videos and stuff like that, it's not just it's not just a, a nicety. It's not yeah, it's like, not just helping us out like on the surface. You're actually contributing to the growth of a brand <clears throat> and will hopefully allow us to one day do this in some capacity, even if we have to dial back the idea. But right now, mm -hmm. it's just not it's something big. that we can do. It's just a little bit too big. That, you can't handle the truth. That also would be about just two brothers. Two, two, two brothers. brothers. Two brothers. It's actually called two brothers. Two, bro just two, two brothers. brothers. Two brothers. It's called Step Brothers Two. Step, Step Brothers Two. <laughs> two. Two brothers. Sometimes we just get lost in a conversation about like what we would do for this Red Hood Nightwing short. Yeah, yeah. it gets elaborate, man. It's so elaborate. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's got some. Crazy it's definitely set piece gr grown moments. into its own beast. Oh my god, beast of burden, as Mick Jagger says. You guys will. Sings never have seen anything like this. Nope. In a fan film, you would watch this and be, I think like somebody would offer us a movie after <laughs> seeing this. If we're able to accomplish this project, people would be like, you gotta, you gotta just, you gotta do real stuff. Because <laughs> this gotta is, do you gotta, it's crazy. You gotta do real stuff, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Are we, are we, what do you think? Could, could we share like a snippet of one of our ideas, something that's not a spoiler? So I have this idea, and yeah. I won't say what character is doing what in this. I we just have this idea of this character potentially blowing something up that's really big. Yep, it'll be spectacles. Yeah, set piece moments, and there's more than just Nightwing and Red Hood that would be in it. It would be there would be a whole cast of characters. Mm -hmm. Yep, there would be some characters that you saw in the series that yeah. would show up in this as well. And it, but it would be self-contained. It could yeah. exist on its own. So if you just watched it, it would be fine alone. But yeah. Tony could, would play every single character. Tony would be so, in it. Tony would hella be in it. Tony would be in this one. Mm. Jeremy Fun would fact. also be in it and again. The character yeah. that he played in this series will show up again with a neck brace. <laughs> we can yes. tell you that. <laughs> that was always a plan since yeah. the first, first episode of Nightwing. Fun fact, Tony, uh, uh, fun fact about Deathstroke is Tony was originally supposed to play Deathstroke, and the reason why he didn't is he started a new job, and the job wouldn't give him time off. And we were locked into our shoot schedule, and we could not, we could not work around it, so... We were all really sad. It was, it was a pretty heartbreaking moment for everyone. It sucked, but it totally worked out, because Lance was so great. It, Lance was amazing. And we totally Darth Vadered. Mm -hmm. Totally Darth Vader, uh, Deathstroke. Oh yeah, like four mm -hmm. actors for Deathstroke. <laughs> we would only have three actors this time around. I'm just kidding. I don't know how many actors. No, we would probably have two. If we did Deathstroke again, we'd have one actor for the voice in the face, and then mm -hmm. Lance doing the stunts. Lance being that body. That body is telling me yes. And my body, yeah. my body, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that answer. Man, every okay. time we talk about it. It just gets, yeah, we just get kind of sad. <laughs> and, then, and then Jeremy's just in the, in the corner just thinking. His wheels are turning. Sometimes Jeremy will just walk up out of, out of nowhere and be, like, and be like, so what if all of a sudden we see Red Hood do this and then this and then this and then walks away? Here's the thing. I'm the, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the one that, that 
pitched the concept of this ridiculous idea that I said before, and Jeremy is the one that convinced me that it was doable. I pitched it knowing that it wasn't, <laughs> and hoping that Jeremy could like, okay, so this is what you want to do. Here's what we're able to do. Let's compromise. But Jeremy's like, nope. Let's think of the ways that we can do that. See, <laughs> go big or go home. You can go big, and uh, I still have no idea how you plan on pulling that effect off, because I know I can't do those visual effects. Well, I know I can. Well, good. Boom. That makes one of us. <laughs> Drop Whenever the I Michael. pitch something, I know I can do it. I don't falter. Okay. All right, dude. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you got another question for uh, us? Yeah, this one's kind of funny. Dude, brother. Um, this comes from Lauren. What up, Lauren? What hey, Lauren? Lauren Yvonne, hey, Lauren, what it do? Love. Lauren, hey, yo, what up, Lauren? 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 Re- okay. Uh, would you rather be trapped in the Mario Party world or have to go through the Sonic levels? <laughs> huh. Mario Party. Imagine? Like, let's imagine for real for a sec. Can you imagine just looking straight down the Sonic course and just being like seeing these loop-de-loops it's and like, just like, how the hell am I going to... How am I going to do this? House way. House way. You ain't got the you answers. You ain't got the answers, sway. sway. You don't have I the choose answers. Mario Party just because there's a variety of things to yeah. do. That's I would, true. I Mario would Party. also choose Mar- Mario Party because... Hey, man, if I'm in Sonic, I just want to go fast. Safe. <laughs> Gotta go fast. It's a safe, safe bet. It seems like there's a lot of potential death in Sonic levels, but a lot of potential fun in Mario Party keyword. So I'm going to go with the, more, the less lethal option. <laughs> Me too. Also, just based off morality, you know, I'm not... I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a human. Um, just heads up, I'm vulnerable. Okay. Yeah. Do you need a hug? No. Hey, it's gonna be okay, man. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um. Uh, John e- Egan. Um, Egan. I'm sorry if I put your last name on Uh, rumor has it that Darkseid is not in Justice League. What are your thoughts on that? Do you hope he's in the movie, or is that just trying to cram too much into one movie? I hope the movie works out so that it makes sense and it's watchable. Yes. Whether or not that means Darkseid is in it, I'm not as attached to the character Darkseid being Justice League as other people are. I just want this movie to make sense. (laughs) I honestly am not expecting anything. Like, I don't even... I'm not excited that anyone's in it as long as it happens well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, apparently Joss Whedon's shooting, like, the entire movie... Like half the movie over. Oh my Did god! Did you hear about that? That's yeah, some the, kind of rumor. I heard the reshoots are extensive and expensive. Like some reshoots are like you know a couple million. This yeah. is like over twenty million dollars worth of reshoots. That's a whole movie. Yeah. We were just trying to make a movie under fifteen. <laughs> yeah, and they're and literally- their reshoots are more expensive than that. Yeah, apparently it's you guys don't know, man. You ain't got the answers, Sway. <laughs> The rumors for for Justice League right now are out of control, and I choose to not believe them. I've been cautiously optimistic since the beginning. I will, I will retain that position. But uh, if there, I mean, some of the actors have commented on the reshoots, yeah, being like tonal shifts and then reshooting with Joss Whedon. So there's not like these aren't rumors like shots in the dark, like no, some of the other rumors. They're actual confirmation from actors that. That the reshoots are extensive, extensive, and in with the goal of changing the tone of the characters, mm. and that's very interesting. Now, reshoots have yielded positive results in the past. Uh, Rogue One is a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. So, I really am optimistic that uh, 
if they're doing these reshoots and they're spending $20 million on it, it's because Joss Whedon brought some crap to the table and was like, yo, this could really make the movie what you guys want to make. Yep. So go for it. Um, so as far as the dark side thing, for me, I love dark side, but I really just want a good movie. Yeah, I d- dude. Like, dude, leave Green Lantern out, leave Dark Side out, leave any anyone out. Don't we already have a lot of characters in this. Mm-hmm. I'm totally cool with not having all of them. You know what I mean? Totally, dude. Like all the characters does not make a good movie. Just make it flow. Make it flow. Yeah, man. Make it flow. Make That's it all flow. I want. I um I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go with all everybody else like same thing guys I I would like to see a film that um people enjoy watching mm-hmm. yeah like I just based off of being a DC fan and having that like personal connection with those characters and it's it, like we've talked about this before in the past like it, it is like almost heartbreaking when you have people feel so much animosity towards characters that you love yeah and they're and they're just and it like it's not even about like the person it's just about the fact that like these characters in a lot of people's opinions have not been represented well and it it's heartbreaking so i really just i don't care who the villain is i honestly don't like just make it interesting put some layers put some quality on the production and have fun and let's let's pull everything together and just restart this whole amazing process of making great characters. I Tighten think, it up. I think after Justice League, we're going to start seeing more films like Wonder Woman. Clearly, they know what they're doing. Clearly, they know how to make a good movie. Wonder Woman is proof of that. That I think they were trying to do a lot of very ambitious stuff with uh, the first couple films. Suicide Squad, obviously, David Ayer didn't have a lot of time, and there weren't enough checks and balances on that project. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wonder Woman got it right. And rest Wonder in Woman- peace to Suicide Squad. Yeah. Just kidding. Well, I mean, rest <laughs> in peace Suicide Squad. They're still looking for a director for the sequel. And David Ayer's optimistic about Gotham City Sirens, and it's going to... Yeah. He's, uh, like, he seems really... Like, from what I saw, he seems really excited to jump in and, I think, give the people what... What they, what they want, want this yeah. Like, yeah. dude, like, let's. I want my daughter to see Man of Steel and then to see a Batman film with Ben Affleck and to just be amazed. I want her to be like, that's real, right? Hell yeah, it's real. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's, it's not real, baby. baby. It's not, yeah, I'm it's sorry, real. it's not real. I wish it was, but it's real. <laughs> I didn't mean to just lie to you right now. <laughs> You're, it's real because you think it's real and you can make stuff like that someday if you want to. Oh. You can make better stuff. Do it. And that's what I want because that's what we were. We were little kids watching film, watching shows that we loved. That were like, dude, that would be so sick if we could make that in real life. And that's exactly what's happening. And that's exactly what we're doing now. And that's I, that's what it's about. Yeah. I remember having conversations at this very table about how certain characters will probably never appear on camera with one another. Like, we'll never see these characters on screen at the same time. And now we're going to get a movie with Aquaman, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg, who I still think should have been someone else. Uh, who would you want it to be, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, kind of going on a segue there. Probably Martian Manhunter. Martian Dan Hunter? Uh, maybe Hawkgirl. Um... Cyborg, I like when they added him to the Justice League. I always felt he was a member of the Titans, 
and I felt okay. like he was more. I, I felt like he was more at home with it because I, I I was always very confused about his uh, his inclusion into the Justice League. Like ah, I thought that was a very interesting choice. Like mm. they took out Manhunter. Like you could have had a, uh, and we don't have Green Lantern yet. So, who I'm still fingers crossed for uh, John Stewart, but yeah, John, Cyborg was always the one where I was like, mm, "That's an odd, odd choice." Like you could have added Green yeah. Arrow in there. You could have added. I think that's mainly a business decision. You think? Yeah, absolutely. It's easy to merchandise cool little machine like robot figures of Cyborg. Yeah, I think it goes. I with, guess it diversifies. I think the yeah, I think it goes with diversity and honestly, gives you a like, character that's like yeah can really do some crazy stuff with its form. I also think that character that character's ability is becoming more and more relevant now in terms of AI and technology and I think I think his inclusion is going to be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I could see how initially it'd be off-putting like, hmm, Cyborg, the Titans guy in Justice League, like I totally get coming from coming from that perspective, but that's the thought I had when they added him to the new 52 roster. Because the they because I read uh, the the Justice League comic when it originally came out, and uh, it seems like that's kind of what this is kind of loosely being based off of a yeah. little bit, and uh, and they added Cyborg into that, and uh, and I remember just being like, ah man, I feel like he's a Titan, and I feel like it's weird that he brought him into the Justice League because now he's a part not a part of that. That's just my fanboyism, really. Fair enough. Mm. That's. That's no, more, I mean, more of that more than anything. And plus, Martian Manhunter is probably dope. too powerful. He's dope. He's de- I mean, he's, he's probably too powerful, <laughs> if you think about he's, it. He's a cheat code. Then he, like, there was, like, three or four times in JLU that he just literally saved everybody. I mean, he's weak to fire, but he's not really weak to fire. He's more he's just, like, paranoid mental, about yeah. it. <laughs> he's, he's just not got a lot actually of, he's weak got a, to he's fire. He's got some issues with you fire. Just, it's like Frankenstein. You know, phase through it, you know. Just yeah, you just phase through it. It's more mind over matter, I guess, depending like, on wait, what you read. You're afraid of fire. I mean, okay. I, I am too, I guess. I don't want to jump in a pit of fire. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Definitely right. afraid of fire. Stuff. You can phase through thing. Why are you scared, dude? Uh, what other questions? Do we have anything on Twitter and Facebook? I'll grab one Zip from Facebook. Uh, Alex Martinez wants to know what we think about Aaron Taylor Johnson's name being thrown around for Nightwing. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it could work. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely could work. He's a he's a gifted actor. He's got he's got some charisma. He's got some star power there. Um, he's in good shape. He's got a great face. Good face, bro. He's not my favorite choice mm-hmm. for Nightwing. I don't know. I've I haven't loved him in every performance that I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe this will be the one that changes my mind. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, you never know. Could be. I'm open to it. Yeah. What do you, uh, Jer? You got an opinion? Make it good. <laughs> just make it good. <laughs> just make it. I good. don't care who or what. Just make it good. Line uh, it up. This is a question. From Connor McGregor. Vera. Yeah. Visually, what do each of you guys think is the most beautiful movie you have ever seen? Whoa. Two. I have two right off the top of my head. Let's hear them. Actually, three. Let's hear all three of them. There Will Be Blood. Macbeth. The new one. Oh, you saw it? Michael Fassbender. The friggin' color. The color. (laughs) Holy hell. 
Uh, oh, okay. And Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That's a pretty movie. Mm, that is a very pretty movie. There will be blood just based off of Anderson. His his shots in movement and in frame are some of the most dynamic shots I think I've ever seen. It's it's absolute mastery. Like it, you're just like whoa. It's there's a rule, you know. There's a rule that every every frame of painting, right? Like every frame that you see in this film. Was it a painting? Was it yeah. something that you could see on canvas, painted, literally? And have it make sense. And have it make sense. And that's, go watch The Master with Sil- uh, Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman Joaquin and Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Like, you're just like, yeah, every single shot, every single frame of every shot you could see in this, this could be a painting. Yeah. Same thing with There Will Be Blood. There are shots I'm just like, something's about to happen. And it's going to... It's taking a really long time. Yeah, the cinematography <laughs> for There Will Be Blood is incredible. I would concur. Um, what are some movies? What's, what's one of the most visually beautiful movies you've ever seen? Off the top of my head, Hero. I talk about it all the time. Oh, I have another one. I think, um, I, I think, I think I know what Jeremy's going to say next. Reading your mind. Okay. I was going to say, like, it, most beautiful, I think there's different ones for different genres, mm-hmm. or different types of movies. Just name right. off some movies. Uh, Skyfall, I was going to mention one. Ooh. The new Blade Runner, by the way. I, obviously, movie's not out yet, but it's already but looking damn. really sharp. Yep. Sharp. Sharp. Um, most beautiful movie I've ever seen. Transformers 5, right? Oh, absolutely. Scene. Now, keyword... Movie? Scene. Yes. No, like scene, like S E E N. So, like for me, oh, I, I thought bet. of like visual, and then I, I went like three ways. So yeah. let's go like just do three if you if you want or one. So for me, I, I broke it into a few different way reasons why. Yeah. Like Walter Mitty, just overall, I felt, I felt it just looks good. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just about a look. It was about sound. It was about tone. It was about it was this overarching journey that this character yeah. went on. That f- that freed this individual and yeah. lifted him up, and that's what was that was just another layer of why that that film was beautiful. Not yeah. to mention Jose Gonzalez. You could probably watch like, that movie on mute and just through visual understand yeah. what yeah. happens. You yeah, get exactly. the story unfolding just, exactly. Just visuals. Um, Skyfall, Hero. Right, those are the two you said. Yeah. Damn. I. Mm. Like, what are some images that are on your Dropbox folder that you just like study? Think of, think, think, take a look. Think, yeah, let's think I of have some a folder of, the... of just stills that I. What I about study. Road to Perdition? While he's pulling that up, what are some? What are some of yours? Uh, probably Interstellar is yep. number one. I was pretty floored when I saw that film. So yeah, that's yeah. definitely up there for me. And it's kind of hard because. I'm trying to think of there's so many movies and so many different looks and it's hard to pick a favorite or something that I would consider the best because they they all have diff- such uniquely different styles and different styles are beautiful in their own way and not everything needs to be gorgeous like you know visually visually gorgeous yeah. to be 
to be one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. So it's it is, it's really tricky. Interstellar is the first one that popped in my mind. It was instant. I would just the visual effects for that. I I I think are second to none in my in my mind as far as like like the way that it made me feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna need to think about two more. That's yeah. that's that's it for me for now. Yeah. Uh, part of the list. I study 500 Days of Summer a lot. Uh, her, oh yeah, Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. That's what I. That's what I was guessing. I was guessing you were going to say Road to Perdition. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. There for was a, sec. a few shots in there. Where I li- I like actually paused yeah. the film. I was just like, "What? <laughs> yeah, how y'all do this?" Uh, Sin City, Streetcar oh, Named shit. Desire. Sin, Sin City. I actually study Streetcar Named Desire a lot. Like that movie was way ahead of its time. That's cool. Oh uh, yeah, man. Sunshine. Just, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah the Grandmasters. I... Sunshine. Yeah, wow. Totally. I'm glad. I'm surprised none of you said that. I don't like that film, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a fan of that. A little too stressful? or No, I just, it's really dark. It's just really dark. I just didn't. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's like one and, of those. Uh, yeah. So the, the Grandmaster, and basically any movie shot by Christopher Doyle, amazing cinematographer, he's shoots a lot of traditional Chinese movies, Hong Kong movies. That's cool. It's dope. He shot Hero. Oh, okay. He also shot Lady in the Water, In the Mood for Love. I think he also did Chunking Express, which all really, really pretty movies. So if you had to pick a third after Hero and Skyfall, out of all the ones you just listed. I'd say Her. Her? Nice. That's a pretty, pretty movie. It is a very pretty movie. It's not just the cinematography of her. It's the production design Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Can I give a cop-out answer? No. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Of course course again. Uh, Oh, shit. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Akira Kurosawa's films. Yes. I think him as a director has captured some of the most iconic imagery in the history of cinema, mm-hmm. and people are still paying homage to his storytelling that's and Seven his Samurai. visuals. Not just Seven Samurai. I mean, he's the guy who made Se- yeah, Seven no, that's, Samurai. Yeah, no, that's what I'm Seven asking. Seven Samurai, yeah. Yojimbo, uh, Rashomon. Mm-hmm. Um, a Dreamer Walking, is that the name of the, Is that the one where you see the army watch, uh, the army marching, and you see the, the volumetric light just spill out from behind them from the sunrise? It's like orange, and they're all yeah. silhouette. It's one of the most beautiful shots I've ever seen in my yeah. life. And I, lo- I love that shot. If I can, if as a director, I can have one shot that impacts someone the way that that shot yeah. impacted me, then I think I Sunset silhouette shots draw a lot of influence from that movie. Yeah. Because that's basically where it started or where it got popular. That's crazy. Of course, oh man. God, that guy is true visionary. Yeah, his, yeah. Cinema, his style. Mm-hmm. Just in general, is really distinctive. Yeah, and given the time, like the 1940s and 50s, this mm-hmm. dude was making movies. Like he didn't just these aren't he didn't just make shit look cool. That is true. He literally pioneered all of these techniques that we're still using today with so much more limited resources than what we have yeah. now. It's yeah. not like he was like, okay, I want to make it look like this. Look like what? That didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> he made up the look. Yeah, that's crazy. Whoa! Let that just <laughs> that's pretty crazy. your brain. No reference. 
this guy, some of the most iconic imagery in the history of film just came from this dude's mind, and now everybody, it's wow. become a staple. You'll look at some of the cinematography from his movies and be like, what, what's so special about this? Yeah. What's so, yeah, it's not, it doesn't seem special anymore because everything is copying it, <laughs> but it was the first. Damn. God. Some mm, of so mine good. are, uh, Sorry. yeah. Oh, you're good. I'm, I'm just trying to find this shot. Um, let's see. Interstellar probably mm -hmm. is up there. Um, Moonlight. That movie is gorgeous. That movie is so beautiful. Yeah. The way it's shot and the colors pop. Yeah. They're so vibrant. Um, Wally. The ooh. cinematography of Wally. Wally was hella. <laughs> An animated movie. Hella pretty. What else? Um, Big Hero 6 looks incredible. Like, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, the Godfather Part Big 2. Big Hero 6 does look incredible. Sorry. Yeah. The Godfather Part Two. There are a lot of shots in Italy in that movie. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah, The Godfather Part Two is. Mm. Yeah, I gotta see The Godfather Part Two, dude. That dude. is dude. one. That, oh my god, man! Is so good, dude. Oh my god. You don't People even know. Me, People are telling me that I personally would like it better than Number One. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, probably. That is the best Godfather film. That is the in like hands down in my it's opinion. It's the best sequel ever that made. Is, that, I don't want to say anything. That. <laughs> That is, yeah, so good. An ongoing you could, debate. You could even not watch the first Godfather and watch Godfather 2 and get a very good grasp on what was like what's happening, and it is a complete standalone. You'd totally be okay with mm -hmm. not watching either one of those. Honestly, one or yeah, three. if you just saw part two without seeing part one, or part three. two would still yeah. stand alone. I don't even, don't even. Don't even what's part three? three? What are you talking about? Nah, I, I've never heard right. of it. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about There's a future, third Godfather movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take one more question? Let's do one more. Mm -hmm. You want to grab it from a face of the book? That's sure. Book. Uh, Let's get Black Swan. Oh, dude. Looks. Oh, yeah. Whoa. The Fountain. How did I forget The Fountain? That movie so I heard. I yeah. my damn mind, dude, first of all, movie, but the dude, visually. What about um, Curious Case of Benjamin Button? I still, yes. have, I still dude, haven't seen it. Dude, that shots. movie looks... I remember, mm. like... I remember not even, I wasn't even halfway interested in film when I saw that movie. Yeah. And I, I saw it just in passing. It was just all like, you know, when your yeah. parents had like, uh, when Cox Cable was a super big deal, we were all growing up. It's, I mean, like for the channels, you mean? Yeah. And like you would go, have like those 500 channels and you have all the movie channels. Yeah. I was just like scrolling through those movie channels. And like, I just put on Curious Case of Benjamin Button because I saw Brad Pitt and I was like, ah, I'll, I'll watch it. I like Brad Pitt. Pizzles. Yeah. You will be Pizzles. Uh, so I watched it, dude, and I remember that me, the first shot that I saw watching that was that shot while he was riding on that Triumph, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is, I have never seen something like this yeah, before. David Fincher, man. Like, holy Also, moly. such a beautiful movie. Did you guys know that it was shot digitally? It wasn't on film. I did not know that. It was also one of, like, this is at a time when digital cinema cameras isn't really a big thing yet. And so this is one of the first movies where David Fincher jumped in and was like, okay, digital cinema cameras is a viable option for shooting uh, movies now because I think it was shot on the Sony F23, which is like one of the early Sony prototype cameras for uh, wow. digital cinema, and the Thompson Viper, which doesn't exist anymore. Wow. But, and it was like a super, super loud camera, very annoying to use, but he did it. They did it. YOLO. I didn't even realize it was shot on digital until I saw the BTS for it. Did you guys ever see Shutter Island? I no. did. Yes. 
visually, that movie is Crazy. striking. Yeah, yes. that, that movie, you can definitely tell Martin really wanted to make that movie pop. Yep. Like, he almost wanted, like, mm-hmm. his own version of, like, his own version of, like, a comic book slapped on screen. Mm-hmm. Like it was like if he had a if Martin Scorsese ever made a graphic novel, it was pretty stylized. Yeah, be, I could totally would, see that. It would be Shutter Island. Like yeah. that would be yeah. his graphic novel put on into film. Also, another fun fact: Shutter Island was big in the cinematography com- or filmmaking community in general because Scorsese was specifically testing the new red one for that. Oh wow! And it was it made a big splash in the community because people were like, oh my God, that image looks so cinematic and clean at yeah. ISO 800 or whatever. And he was doing a low light test with uh, Leo, Leo Dio, like striking a match and lighting a cigar. It's actually pretty cool. I, first time I saw that, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is digital cameras. That's crazy, dude. What? I don't. I think whether they like it or not, digital is going to... The flexibility that digital offers mm-hmm. is one day going to, I think, overshadow original Eclipse. film. Yeah, oh, yeah. Eclipse. Uh, but shooting on film is more of a creative choice now yeah. rather yeah, than totally. a technical choice. Did that new Darren Aronofsky movie look like that was film? Uh, Other? Yeah. Yeah, it did look like film, but I'm sure it was. No, actually, he shoots film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Aronofsky shoots film. Rainy, my phone died, so I can't check the face of the book. Oh, let me so check if you like look at the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, because mm-hmm. I'm still on this, because I totally forgot how wonderful that film was. Yeah. If you look at the difference from from scene to scene, and the difference in lighting and color. Yeah. And for Fincher to be able to shoot and direct those kinds of colors in such contrast. Like, and the fact that he would go from one scene that was super dark with almost like this greenish brown texture to like this shot of like light blue. And you're just like, what? Yeah. It doesn't even look like the same film. Like if you look at this, if you look at this shot, that doesn't look like the curious case of Benjamin Button. But then you look at something completely different. That's the same movie. Yeah. Like it's it is crazy. Tech for that movie was incredible. Too. Yeah, I did notice one shot in the entire movie that was very digital to me, and, and I can't unsee it now that I know that it's there. It's the shot where uh, Brad Pitt's character walks out onto a dock next to a yacht, and there's this kind of like balcony area like shade area on the dock near the dock itself, and there's a bar underneath it. When he's walking around to be able to capture that amount of dynamic range because it's sunny, bright day, light outside on the ocean, and then under the shade was super dark shadow. And I noticed they were exposing slightly for the shadows to see the detail of him walking under the bridge, but the sky was blown out. And, you know, in a passing glance, you wouldn't notice that it was completely blown out, but the way that they color graded the film made it look more filmic than it actually was. Hmm. Because even though the sky's blown out, because when you shoot skies... On film, it's always going to be, or most of the time, it's going to be blown out anyway. Yeah. But the difference is the way it rolls off into that blown out highlight. Mm-hmm. It's much smoother and softer. But this was harshly clipping, and you can see the outline around Brad Pitt's like hair and head. But only if you're like looking really, for it. Really looking for it. Are you talking about this shot? No, it was no. bright day out. Oh, it was bright. Yeah, it was when he first gets to the 
the beach. Got a question, Danny? Final question. All right. Max Fernandez asks, if you guys were to start again on YouTube, what would you do different considering what you've learned over the years? Not just do superhero stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not pigeonhole ourselves, for sure. <laughs> um, we are, there is more to our personalities. We love more than just superhero stuff. Um, I would have started vlogging earlier yeah. mm-hmm. and would have probably invested less in bigger budget videos and made more less expensive um made the videos less expensive so we can put them out more often, mm-hmm. lower the production value, and then just be working on stuff more consistently. What was the question one more time? Um, if you guys were to start over again, sorry, start again on YouTube. If you guys were to, if we were to start doing YouTube over again, uh, what would we do differently? Oh man, that's, a, that's such a Building good Building a question. brand of personalities and not a company. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's I think that's a big one. I think I would have started I think I would have started studying writing a lot earlier than I did. Um just writing in general, not just for film, but also just in like just in general for writing stories, fictional based stories. I think that's one of the things that I would like right away. Like even before I jumped into film, any kind of YouTube production, I think I also would have tried to maybe Maybe learn a little bit more about equipment, putting a little bit more time into that before um, <laughs> faking it till I make it. Um, and that's that kind of just goes with like you're gonna learn, you're gonna learn the way you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just like I think the question is more like the structure of the way that we do things now, like doing hot talk, our social media presence. That's one of the things. Like, I would have gotten a niche. Like, I would have found a niche that would have helped us more. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe like on a marketing level, or like what Jeremy said, like in regards to branding. Like, I would have found a. I would have found a way to try to integrate one of those things that we're now so heavily working on um, into my just professional knowledge. So we would have been able to do it earlier on. Yeah. Grow our social media presence. So when. YouTube nerfs all the channels. Nerfs. <laughs> when mm, nerf YouTube this. nerfs the channels, we we can actually uh, survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a big one. Probably just emphasizing that a little bit better. Um, yeah. What about you, Noel? I think what Jeremy said, making it more about personalities and less than about of uh, a company brand. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty simple answer, simple question. Though, I'm happy with where we're at now. Oh, yeah, you know? me too. Very grateful for all the support we've gotten over the years and uh, all the support you guys are constantly giving us and listening to this show and, and supporting the vlogs and supporting our big, big budget projects and listening to this if you're on SoundCloud. So thank you guys all so much for constantly supporting us. Uh, we just got done shooting our newest video. We're gearing up to shoot the next one back to back we're really trying to uh to uh have a consistent role moving forward uh so we can give you guys more content more often so please check out the vlogs if you're not already uh i think they're turning out pretty cool so far pretty fun and uh yeah they're 
they're fun to make. We hope you guys find them to be fun to watch. We've been shooting like little cinematic sequences for every episode, and we got some fun stuff coming. Uh, so yeah, let us know what you guys want to see us do in the vlogs. That's a big. Uh, that is a big thing. We want to make sure yeah. that we're making the vlogs that you guys want to see. Nola's working super, super hard on them every single week, grinding away to make sure that they're fun for you guys to watch. So definitely, definitely let us know. On that note. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at, at Danny Lachef. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Ys. Noel's at Noel Lachef. And Tony's at Walk on Tony. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We're on there too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Patreon. We got one of those. Check it out. Yeah. Merch store. We got one of those. Check it out. We got yeah. some new shirts coming. Yeah. We got a really cool minute matchup shirt. And we're also coming out with a, you want to pitch the, the new shirt and the new mug? Uh, this was Noel's idea. It's, it's going to be exclusive. And it's going to be very limited, and so you guys better get it. And that's all I'm going to say what it is. It's going to be cool. Who it is, I am me. Uh, We're going to be rolling out shorter campaigns for the shirts moving forward. So literally they'll be available for one to three days, and then they're gone. And then we're going to start putting them up a little bit more often. So get them while they're hot. Hot. Or don't. Do whatever you're comfortable with. (laughs) Okay, on that note, we'll see you later. Bye. We love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Farewell, Felicia.